a fan of the Far East for 65 years. This is written by Mark Bowling. As a child, Sister of Compassion Sue Cosgrove remembers reading the Far East and it became a lifelong and inspiring habit. I've been reading the Far East for 65 years, I reckon, Sister Cosgrove, who grew up in New Zealand, South Island town of Timaru, said, and probably the earliest memory I have of learning to read would be Mickey Daly's diary in the Far East. We always had the Far East at home, always. It was part of our family. And just as Mickey and his antics captivated generations of readers of the Far East, and the column's creative spelling confounded many parents and teachers, the missionary tales of adventure inspired young Sue Cosgrove and her siblings. The Cosgrove household had another strong connection with St Columban's Mission Society. New Zealander Father John Griffin was born and raised in Timaru and was a family friend. It just so happened he, Father Griffin, was ordained on July 25, 1950, and that was the day me and my twin were born, Sister Cosgrove said. Mum and Dad couldn't go to his ordination because the twins were being born, and it's always been part of the folklore in our family when we were little and Father John Griffin would come and visit. Together, Sue Cosgrove and her brothers and sisters saved their pennies for the Jackie Mite Box, supporting the Columban missions, and thinking of Father Griffin and a world well beyond their own small circle in Timaru. Father Griffin's first missionary assignment was to the province of Zambales, northwest of Manila in the Philippines. He spent 20 years there in poor rural parishes, learning local dialects and cultures and aiding communities in need. But a medical emergency in 1970 meant he was brought home to New Zealand for the amputation of his right leg due to cancer. The medical specialist spoke of a choice, your leg or your life. However, he later volunteered to serve in Latin America. He learned the Spanish language and worked in Chile, and for 10 years he assisted the Columban team in the capital of Santiago. We always knew about people like Father Griffin in the Philippines and then in South America, Sister Cosgrove said. They stretched not only our imagination, but gave us a world view. Their gospel of life is so inclusive and grounded just with the ordinary people where they were, whether it be in Chile or Pakistan, and that's what I loved about the Columbans I knew. And they went to darker places at times, so I always think of these men and the wider Columban family as having a lot of courage and trust in each other and in people and in God, of course. At the age of just 17, Sue Cosgrove's own faith journey led her to join New Zealand's Sisters of Compassion, a congregation founded by the Venerable Suzanne Aubert at Jerusalem, Hiroharama, on the Wanganui River in 1892. And that's when I got tuned in and in touch with the heart of who we are, Sister Cosgrove said. Sister Cosgrove said the sisters are dedicated to ordinariness, bringing dignity to the lives of the aged, the powerless and the poor, and this is why she resonates with the Columbans, admiring their work over many decades. 
They pay attention to just the ordinary person and to the most vulnerable, she said. One of the Columbans that Sister Cosgrove has worked closely with over the 15 years is Father Tom Rouse, a well-known New Zealander who spent 23 years on mission in Fiji and who later became the Columban Mission Coordinator for New Zealand. Sister Cosgrove met Father Rouse in Fiji, where the Sisters of Compassion have also worked since the 1950s, and together they have collaborated on justice and peace issues in New Zealand. She describes Father Rouse as one of the most compassionate people I know, who, despite a significant hearing impairment, has managed to learn languages with fluency and continue his missionary calling. In Fiji, Father Rouse helped trade unionists, rural and religious communities to understand why there was a gap between the rich and the poor and aided them in standing up for the poor. He bravely spoke out against the military coup in 1987 and was arrested at a first anniversary gathering along with fellow Columban's fathers John McAvoy and Paul Tierney. And on the final day of a nine-month trial, they were all discharged without conviction. The thing I just love about the Columbans these days is that every time I read the Far East, there is always mention of companions in mission, she said. It is this inclusivity, the Columban involvement with their companions, co-workers who happen to be women and lay people. Their spirit will live on, and their charism doesn't just belong to the Columbans, their charism belongs in the bigger picture. That story, written by Mark Bowling, is a multimedia journalist for the Catholic Leader in Brisbane, and the article, A Fan of the Far East for 65 Years.